The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Manpower Minister Tan Si Leng assures Parliament that safeguards are in place to prevent abuse and fraudulent applications of the new one pass. Hello, you're watching The Big Story with me, Chiao Su En. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel to stay up to date with our live news updates. Now we begin with a look at today's Parliament session. Manpower Minister Tan Si Leng giving more details of the new Overseas Networks and Expertise Pass, or the One Pass, in a ministerial statement. Announced a week ago, the new scheme is aimed at courting the world's best and brightest to live and work in Singapore. Some parliamentarians ask if there could be potential abuse of the pass and how fraudulent applications would be prevented. In response, Dr Tan says that safeguards are in place. We will put safeguards at two levels. First level, we will carefully vet all applications. Today, MOM already conducts back-end checks to sieve out potential cases of false salary declarations. This includes scrutinising applications from companies with a limited track record and asking for more documents to verify that the salary declared will in fact be paid. This will also be applied to all ONE pass applications. For those seeking to convert from an existing employment pass, we will scrutinise their personal income tax filings with IRAS to ensure that they are consistent with their applications. For overseas candidates, we will further assess their company's market capitalisation and revenue based on verifiable sources. And the economic agencies will support MOM in this endeavour. Second level, we will engage the pass holders during their time in Singapore so that we will be up to date with their professional activities and annual income. This will factor into our assessment on the eligibility for renewals. Now, Ms Hazel Poir asked why we do not impose a time limit requiring ONE pass applicants to remain employed. Now let me be very clear, the ONE pass is not meant to be abused as a visit or travel document. MOM reserves the right to cancel the pass if there are extended periods of economic inactivity with no good reasons. Having said that, we are bringing in these talent and giving them flexibilities because we want to encourage them to take risks, to explore new frontiers and to make a big impact to benefit Singapore. It is important to allow them some runway, some ramp-up period for that to happen and not be too quick to jump to the conclusion that they are not contributing. Addressing the issue of how many individuals are expected to qualify for the pass, Dr Tan says that it is meant for talent comparable to the top 5% of employment pass holders. This translates to roughly 8,000 people. He adds that there will be no quota on the number of one pass holders. We are not setting a quota. And the reason is this, if we accept that there is never enough of top talent to go round the world, then it does not make sense for us to limit the amount of talent we are bringing in. If we impose a quota, we are essentially putting a hard limit on how strongly we can compete at the high end of the global economy. This ultimately hurts Singaporeans, who will then have fewer opportunities. This is the same reason why we do not impose a quota for EPs but focus instead on setting a high-quality bar. Given that the ONE pass has an even higher quality bar than, the EP, than an EP, it would not be wise 
for us to apply a quota here. Now, Dr Tan says that ultimately, the goal of the One Pass is to benefit Singaporeans in various different ways. There are naturally questions on how the pass would benefit Singaporeans and what the expected impact on local employment is going to be. Some pass holders may be employees, making it possible to bring a new business unit to Singapore or grow a new line of business. Others may set up companies of their own, generating employment as well as supporting their network of business partners who can also provide good jobs. Yet, others may be here to teach, to advise or consult for local enterprises, sharing their expertise with Singapore, Singaporean business owners and professionals. We are building a rich network of markets, people and ideas that over time will show up in the dynamism of our economy. And if, at the macro level, local job creation remains strong, unemployment low, real income growth sustained, and if, amongst our people, there's always a sense of hope and of opportunities, then I think we would have succeeded.